real tea. It's the real tea. Everybody tune in. Come and hear the real speak. Real tea. It's the real tea. Real news and interviews for everybody. Real tea. It's time to people wake up, wake up, wake up. We putting tea in they cups, they cups, they cup. Real tea. It's time to people wake up, wake up, wake up. We putting real tea in they cups, they cups, they cup. Real tea. It's the real tea. Everybody tune in. Come and hear the real speak. Real tea. It's the real tea, real news and interviews for everybody. Real tea, it's time to people wake up, wake up, wake up. We putting tea in they cup, they cup, they cup. Real tea, it's time to people wake up, wake up, wake up. We putting real tea in they cup, they cup, they cup. Real tea. It's tea time. Have a cup. Hey, 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 hello, 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 and welcome everybody to The Real Tea, where we truly educate you, you, yes, and even you. I am your girl, Contrice, from The Tea with The Tea, coming to you each and every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with that good game for your brain. And I'm so glad that you decided to join us. Now, today, not only do we have tea, but we also brought comfort for your soul. The Real Tea is presenting Life's Design, the Strive to Thrive, a woman's ability to lift up, build up, and show up. Right here and right now, we're going to learn how to strive in life because we all have one. So you guys, listen up. We're coming into your homes, your cars, wherever you are tonight. Grab a cup of tea today, tonight, whatever time you listen to us, we want you to grab a cup of tea and learn with me. If you like what you see, um, like, share, and subscribe. That's either if you're on the Real Tea's YouTube page, YouTube channel, I'm sorry, you want to go ahead and subscribe to the channel and definitely you'll receive those notifications when we're brewing that tea that you can brew tea with Catrice, yes. Now, also the Facebook channel, Facebook page, I can't get the page and the channel thing together today for some reason. Maybe it's the new hair. New hair. <laughs> but nonetheless, you guys, please like, share, and subscribe. Sharing is just simply caring. Now, I get a lot of questions in my inbox uh, and I want to start sharing some of these questions openly. So if you have questions about love, relationships, life in general, just let us know. We want you to write us. Um, I've been receiving them in my inbox, so it's just better for me to contain them in the email. So if you guys would love to, um, if you would love to send me an email, I'm going to go ahead and put that email up because just saying it just don't work. So um, I was told my producer said, look, you need to show the email now. You need to show the email. So there you go. Join trees for t at gmail.com. Any question you have, we are here to speak. And if you let me know on the email whether you're okay with me openly discussing um, your situation, and I definitely will get that right on the real tea. All right, all right, all right, you guys. So now we're just going to move right along. 
And we want to talk about our feature tea for the week. And our feature tea for the week, and yes, I'm talking about the tea that you drink, um, is black tea. Black tea is a type of tea that has undergone more oxidation than any other tea such as green or white tea or oolong teas. Oxidation is a chemical reaction that happens when tea leaves are exposed to the air, resulting in browning that causes the characteristics of like the dark color. So that's why they call it the black tea. Y'all know our research. There are many different types of blends of black tea. Their available proper varieties are like in Earl Grey tea, English teas. Um, several studies have found that black tea could be more effective um, when it comes to weight control. And that's the journey that I'm really on, which is why I've been going more, steering more in the um, area of weight loss teas and teas for weight loss. Um, so yes, that's a great thing to do. And it's also at Walmart. Okay. So it's an excessive tea. So if you guys are looking for a great tea, I got mine. It's a big low tea and it is black and you can get it from Walmart and just sip up, drink tea with me. So moving right along, moving right along, we're going to get to our guests in a minute because I know y'all excited, but we do want to feature the spotlight for this week, who it is on and my spotlight is on uh, mrs latoya phillips this is mrs latoya phillips and she's from milwaukee wisconsin now um she owns a business called tasty teas cakes um, she loves being able to work. She set her own schedule. She says being bored in the pandemic inspired her to baking. She also says that she, she, she was just baking for like the children, birthday cakes, and the cakes were so pretty that she decided to share her gift with the world. She also shifts cakes around the world. Now, if you're in need of a cake called Tasty Teas, her information is on the bare end of her commercial. Um, you won't be disappointed. They say it tastes like heaven in your mouth. And if you're looking to have your business featured on the, on the Realty, it is the very same email, jointreesfortea at gmail.com. Please include your name, your business location, any pictures associated with the business, and we will be pleased to place your business right here on the Realty's broadcast. Okay? So you guys will be back right after these messages from Tasty Teas Cakes. You guys enjoy, enjoy, because I did. All right, Tasty Cheese Cake, you guys. I know that she's based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but again, she does ship. So now on to our guest. Oh my goodness, and we are so happy that everybody decided to join us on tonight. Um, is that the guest that we have, she is an all-around well-rounded person. Another soldier on the battlefield of life. 
Uh, she has recently been invited and featured to be an author. It looks like on medium.com, medium.com. I'm sorry. Uh, she's a feature semi-finalist on Funny Thinkers and currently working with a TV producer, TNT Media, to develop a self-help series on surviving poverty. The real, please welcome to the Real Tease platform, Reverend Rusty McDonald you guys and it looks like her device is unconnected to the studio so we'll just wait until she does return and in the meantime while we're waiting on her to return we're gonna go ahead because it is black woman's month um i take that back it is not black woman's month it is women's history month and we did and we do have something for that as well so bear with us Many people wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes, the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist, the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palms of my hands, the need for my hair, because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman, all you women and me. All right, all right. We are still awaiting for um, Reverend McDonald to return um, back to the show. Um, but she definitely is here to talk about the strive to live. And um, she's an empowerment coach. And definitely these days and times, we certainly do need somebody uh, to talk to and to find out, you know, with all the different things that are happening in the world, the gas prices, um, you know, wars, rumors of wars, those types of things, you know, it's really becoming um, sometimes hard to deal with. I know um, I'm on my own spiritual journey. Um, I know that a lot of you probably noticed that my hair changed. 
Um, and the reason that at times was just simply because um, I started to shed certain things um, from of the world. But nonetheless, our guest is back. I'm glad we'll talk about me later. But tonight it is all about her. So I'm going to bring her back. And as I stated, she is a well-rounded person, another soldier on the battlefield for life here to help us here to help us today. And so um, you guys, you're going to really enjoy Reverend Rusty McDonald. I'm going to bring her on. Hey! Hey, sorry about that. For some reason <laughs> with StreamYard, my computer decides that it's Skype or Zoom and tries to toggle into that and I don't know how to fix it. So we're on yeah. my phone. Let's hope that works. That's okay. It is. And this is not the first time that that happened or not the first time that I yeah. heard that from different people. So I totally understand um, you you know, any, that happens. When, when you have a chance, if you have any ideas on how to fix that, that would be great. Really? I really will. I'm always in the lab working, trying to see, you know, different things and things of that nature. So I will be looking into it because this is not the first time I've heard that. But so I knew to just hang on here for a moment because you know you. I'm just a whole bunch of ball of information myself. So and you know I just try to keep keep them going. We can keep it together. But I do thank you for 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 returning. Yeah. Uh, so yes. So since we have you here and you were already here, I just want to know a few things um, about you. And and sure. and the first thing is tell my listeners. Um, Introduce yourself to us. I'm Rusty McDonald. I live on the uh, west coast of southern Florida. Um, I like Merlot long walks on the beach, and I'm a Pisces. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've written 17 okay. books. I have um, virtually traveled all over the world interviewing people very similar to what you're doing uh, mm -hmm. to find out what makes people tick, what makes them ooey-gooey on the inside, and, and why they do what they do. I think yes. we've forgotten the beauty of conversation and what it means to be human. Um, we surround ourselves with uh, unachievable expectations and, and yes. lots of garbage instead of just mm -hmm. sitting down and saying, hey, who are you? What do you do? Why do you do what you do? So that's about it in a nutshell. Exactly. You are absolutely correct. Your whole, you know, the, the, the whole idea of um, people not really being satisfied with who they are, you know, or being able to face to say, you know what, this is me, which is just what I was about to start talking about um, with even myself. You know, I kind of changed my appearance um, simply because I just felt like I want to be free. <laughs> I want to be free from from all of the excess things, you know, that I have to do every day. And, you know, in, in order to just walk out the house, when I could just walk out the house and this is me, you know, so that is, um, that is, a, that, that is awesome. And that's just amazing. That's just who you are. You wear a lot of hats. Um, you're an empowerment coach, an author, a single mother. Oh, I was researching. I'm like, wow, she do a lot of stuff. How do you balance it all? I, I think it's really important to be good at what you have the ability to do and to um, 
strengthen the, the weaknesses that you have. And I am a full-time single mom. And like I said, I was running a little late because she had her driver's test and she passed. So Yay. she's out on the road by herself now, giving me a little anxiety, but you okay. know, they all have to fly out of the nest some point. Um, yes. But I, I'm also a role model and I'm also a human on the planet. And I think that I strive to be the person that I never had when I needed them the most. Mm -hmm. So really showing up in that authentic place and being that real person who um, is unconditionally compassionate mm -hmm. uh, is very important to me because we all go through strife. We all have our struggles. We all have our things. And yes. instead of complaining about it, which I spent a lot of years doing, I decided to show up to be that person that I needed the most in hopes that maybe... I can show up at the right time for a person who needs it the most. And yes. I think I have. <laughs> you have in such a big way, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> you have. Um, I really admire, uh, I was looking at um, the talk with Rusty. And I'm telling you, I was, I was amazed that you, you were talking about the conversation that you had with God. Can you elaborate yeah. on that just a little bit? Because it's so good. Well, it's primarily my philosophy that I've grown into is the understanding of what's real and what's not. You know, the, the fact is we spend a lot of time watching TV and listening to things and talking to people and, and having this fantasy of something that is materialistically driven. And right. we strive so hard to work ourselves to death to have the fancy car mm -hmm. and the house that we actually never get to stay in because we're always working hard to pay for that house. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and in reality, we're just a big sack of water floating on a molten lava rock without a steering wheel. We have no control over anything. Yes. And the unconditional provisions that we have and we've forgotten to remind ourselves is the fact that God loves us the way we are. Yes. And whether you believe in God or, or the universe or, or whatever your higher faith is, you're good just as you are. And you're supposed to be going through what you're going through. That's just the way it is. Yes. And we are here to experience life, not to forget to live. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I, that's a great point. We are here to experience life and not to forget to live. This is true. And and I think that comes, oh man, that just took me so many different places. Like, um, you know, I was talking to a young lady who has children and she was saying, I am just so tired of this. Like, I just don't feel I should be doing an I, I, I. And I had to tell her, you have to take the I out of this. Because what's most important at the end of the day is your children. Because later on in life, I mean, you're supposed, when you have children, you're supposed to do what people that have children do. And my grandmother used to say, it's your time to eat pork and beans and hot dogs. You are not supposed to be eating steak and potatoes. You're supposed to be eating with the children. You're at the, I think life is in stages. Am I right about it? Or if, You're not supposed I, to have nice things when they're under 14. No. <laughs> uh, your son is 10. 
Are you kidding? You're you're supposed to be. Please go sit. I had six children, so I know. And it's just, you know, life is so beautiful. And we got to learn to live in the moment in which we embrace the moment that we're in because the moment only lasts for a moment. Am I correct? I think we need to prioritize our priorities. Right. So one thing that I learned through the pandemic as I was virtually going around the world interviewing people was mm-hmm. that people woke up in Oh, I yeah. had guests on that it was the first time that they've actually had dinner and then took their kids out for a bike ride because usually they have an hour and a half commute. And so they were trying to figure out how they can balance the life that they really want and still afford the life that they had, or do they just give up that in unaffordable lifestyle so that they can be with their family? And so it's really prioritizing what it is that you want. I think we live in a, um, overly stimulated world now where you can't even pump gas without having somebody try to sell you something. Yes. And is that really your priority? You know, why are you pumping that $5 a gallon gas 344 here? Um, What is the priority to that? Because, you know, you have to earn the money to pump the gas. Where are Mm -hmm. you going? Are you just going to work or are you going to go and see your kid or, go to the beach or whatever. So it's really prioritizing who you are and what you want to experience in the living form, because we don't know when our hourglass ends. We don't know when the sand runs out. That's None right. of us do. We don't. And this pandemic, I think, woke many people up mm-hmm. in regards to understanding that in a very real way, mm-hmm. you know? And now we have the war in Ukraine, and that's also oscillating those emotions as to whether or not are we in world war three is this really where we're headed and what are our priorities and do i hug my family tighter or do i do i pick up calligraphy because i've always wanted to do calligraphy but i never had time just Mm -hmm. as simple as that sounds it's it's a huge jump for a lot of people because we're so used to wrapping our heads around being sold something or having to purchase Mm -hmm. Or things being so convenient for us. I I don't think we think about or people are really paying attention to what's truly going on. And the reason is because in life we have so many distractions. People are looking down at their phones all the time. People are, you, you know, things are just so easily and convenient for, for people that if something does happen, I, I, I'm, I'm going to leave. What do I think? I don't know. Nobody asked me. I'm going to keep that part to myself. However, I feel like that this world is in such a place where you need to be focused on what's going on. My husband was telling me these things and I was too. I'm guilty of, I guess, before I had what was called an ego death. Because all of that is just kind of like your ego. You know what I mean? You know how you have to be one way with this person and one way with that person. And then when you're over here, you got to be somebody else. Go to the store, you got to be somebody. You know, you just need to be you. But I I really totally agree with you that, you know, I think that no one's paying attention. 
I really do. I think they're not paying attention to, you know, the, the changes in the world. I think about all of those things now. And I have a constant reminder all the time. You know, if you just, if you're just, you know, I get, if, if, I think getting in tune, you know, like you said, you wanted to do calligraphy. You, 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 it, it did it to me too. I woke up like, hey, the real tea was born in the pandemic. If it makes sense, you know, because I felt like people, people don't, some people don't even pick up uh, a book. The only one they pick up is Facebook. Well, and it's, it's intriguing to me because um, I think my generation was the lucky generation. We were the last ones not to have cell phones and technologies and we skinned our knees and built forts and we had to problem solve and we had to make sure we never got caught. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where now all of the kids do is TikTok their naughtiness and it's like, um, probably wasn't a wise thing to do because it is admissible in court now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it and is. we had to read to find our creativity and our imagination. We didn't have it just handed to us through DVD or Netflix or things like that. Yeah. And I'm not saying that progress is a bad thing because progress is good in some ways. Um, I'm saying our priorities with the utilization of progress has been the downfall, de-evolution of, of our species. I think we've become a lot dumber mm-hmm. and we have fallen um, easily into hearsay and the misinformation wars that are out there because we don't do our research. We don't. You know, in third grade, you had to, you had to cross reference. You had to go to the library. You had to, you know, study your sources and understand what the information that you're giving out really is and what it means and if it's factual or contractual. Yeah. And nowadays, we're like, oh, let's turn on the TV or what's what's the blurb on Facebook? That's got to be real. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. I totally agree with you. That's that's really good stuff. It, it is what what to now what what the world has just totally become. I think um when 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 information is out there or you know the convenience. I guess we were talking about you know how like um someone's able to go to YouTube now and just pick up the YouTube and they learn something that they should have that they that took years to know before. I remember encyclopedias. I re- I remember the librarian. I knew her. You know what I mean, Miss James. I went to see Miss James all the time. You better not talk too loud to Miss James. Um, <laughs> library Miss <laughs> James to get you. No chewing gum. No popping gum. You know these these are all of the things that we have totally got away from you know we've gotten away from research you're absolutely correct no you know someone they would tend to believe facebook quicker than a book a real book (laughs) a book that was set there so i absolutely um you know resonate with you on that now you've written several books You've written several books. Here's why I'm so happy I can talk to you because I you've written several books, but there is one book. I'm so big on energies. And you wrote a book about the energy healing. That book. Please talk to us about that book. I love it. That was actually a book I co-authored with um, in Australia. Right. And 
that's far, far away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really a, a miraculous journey because there were eight, nine, I think there were nine of us that wrote excerpts about healing. Yeah. And there were shamans and reverends and um, pagans and Wiccans and just all the, the variation of healing mm-hmm. that's available to mankind. And it was a beautiful collaboration um, internationally. I, you know, yeah. it, it was one time where I can say that international cooperation was beautiful yeah. and there were no wars fought it, other than fighting your own mind and fighting your own preconceived notions as to who you're supposed to be on this planet. Mm-hmm. It was just a beautiful, beautiful time. I, I can't even be more honored. Um, it is a very hard book to find now with COVID and the publishing yes. houses and all of that. Yes. Um, but the publisher was actually out of France. Mm. And um, yeah, what a remarkable journey. Like, yeah, I, can, I can truly absolutely. say that if my sand ran out, I, I've Boy, have I lived it. <laughs> right, right. And that's how that's how I feel too. You know, when you do leave this earth, you want to leave, you know, some sort of legacy, something, you know, behind for your children and your grandchildren to talk about and people even that are not related to you, you know, some type sort of change that we would have made, you know, in the world for some good. The energies though, I absolutely and I believe in energies. I actually believe that we are energy. I do. Absolutely. I believe that we are energies and we travel from place to place. Now, my grandmother may get me if she heard me say that, but that's my belief. It's what, you know, I believe that we are just energies. And I also believe in the energies. I believe in, in um, you know, dealing with different types of people, the types of energies, you know, that they can bring. Do you also believe the same thing or what do you believe about energy? I'm very huge on that, but I'm also scientifically based. So um, we are absolutely 100% vibrational energy. We are Mm -hmm. this amazing structure of atoms that are moving so fast that we look solid, but we're not. And that's science. That's not anything else. Right. but what's more more important is that you can sense, just like an animal sense is bad or good, you can sense who you want to pet you and who you don't, you know? Yes. And that's really key. And I think that the, the current situation technologically with everything that is just hustling, bustling, bye, bye, bye here, bye, bye, bye there, you know, hurry, hustle, hustle, work four jobs to get this and get that we've neglected and tuned out our internal GPS system. We've tuned out that internal satellite that says, Ooh, Mm -hmm. that person's a really nice person. I want to get to know them or, Ooh, I have compassion for you. Instead, we are living in a fight or flight response all the time. Like I said earlier, you can't pump gas without being sold a hoagie. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know what a hoagie is, it's a sub. Anyway, Um, every 30 seconds or so you're being stimulated to think something different than what your thoughts are. And Mm -hmm. you're not able to tune into your surroundings or your environment to genuinely spiritually and and soulfully be attuned to that space. And Mm -hmm. 
it's fascinating to me because I can, I am a very mellow, mellow person and I've purposefully mm -hmm. intended to become so. Mm -hmm. um, I realized a few years ago, my trauma, my trauma response from all of the years of abuse was to be the first one to answer a question, to be mm -hmm. the know-it-all, to be mm -hmm. the one who is impulsively quick. And when I digested what that actually meant, it was a, a form of protection because this way I was avoiding confrontation. I was avoiding the abuse that way. Right. And so I have to learn not to be impulsive. And that's amazing in a world that teaches you to be impulsive. Mm -hmm. What a struggle, right? Mm -hmm. And so again, showing up to be the person that I wanted when I needed them the most, mm -hmm. I had to swallow that pill and say, oh, you're being impulsive today, Rusty. That's not a good thing. Slow down, breathe, think about it. And when you are in fight or flight for so long, it's difficult to unprogram that information. So right. I avoid as much as possible places that um, have a lot of TVs or a lot of that kind of stimulation because it does not nothing for you. It right. just distracts you from having a full sentence in your head or a full emotion mm -hmm. because you're being switched from emotion to emotion to emotion in that fight or flight stance. And so mm -hmm. that is where I think the whole world of Karens has come from and mm. individuals who are screaming at each other and being <sighs> angry and hostile. I think it's because they forgot to take a breath and realize mm -hmm. that it's just their perception and how they're seeing that situation. It's not real. Right. Right. And perception is, um, you know, pretty much most people think perception is everything <laughs> in a nutshell. And that is so true. I, um, I wanted to piggyback on something that you said earlier. It kind of slipped my thought when you were talking about, um, uh, you know, being creative, um, you know, how the children used to go outside and yeah. play. They were very creative then. Um, they ran around and created games, hopscotch, um, yep. you know, Chinese jump rope, those types of things do not happen anymore. You know, where did they go? <laughs> we we have done a conundrum to our species and again it's back to we either evolve or de-evolve and right now mm -hmm. i think we're in this this catalyst of having to choose and we have filled our society with such fear fear-based mm -hmm. thinking and we're constantly in fight or flight we don't get to finish our sentence in our head much less study or research or figure out if that's really true or not we have this um, plague of individuals or an individual, who, I don't know, mm -hmm. that are purposefully and intentionally feeding um, misinformation to continue to stir up that fear and scare mm -hmm. people. We forgot what it's like to be neighbors. We forgot what it's like to be friends. We forgot what it's like to be lovers. We forgot what it's mm -hmm. like to have a simple conversation with somebody at the bar. Oh, you know, yeah. if you're riding a bus nowadays or a subway or something like that, that's a great opportunity to get to know your neighbor. Okay. Even if it's a 20 second ride, mm -hmm. people will literally shove their phone in their face and, and hide because they don't want to talk to you because mm -hmm. you're a bad person. You've got to be. Yeah. And it's that forefront, forefrontal thinking um, 
that we're chasing cyber tooth tigers or something or being chased by cyber tooth tigers. Right. Like we've, we've gone back into that caveman kind of mentality where the world is a beautiful place. Yes. Yeah. There are bad things everywhere, bad people. Yes. But they're far and few between. And if you got to know your neighbors, if you got to know the people around you, not everybody's going to hurt you. Not everybody's going to bite you. And you don't even have to let them in that deeply to hurt or bite you. But it is very interesting to find out who does what and what does who and where they're from. And, you know, it, people are just fascinating. Um, and it, it's a beautiful world, it, but we've just shut down. We've become this fear-based society. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. if you were to dig deeper and, and kind of sit back and breathe into it a little bit, we're fear-based society that sells pharmaceutical drugs to prevent you from having those fears. We're a fear-based society that sells you TV programming to increase those fears. Our version of problem solving doesn't exist anymore. We're too afraid to allow our children to go outside and build forts and catch frogs because that neighbor over there looks funny and you know, just judgments and, and in a lot of ways we've lost our faith, whether it's native American faith or Christian faith or Jewish faith, because we're constantly worried about other people doing harm to us. Mm -hmm. And it is so true. It is so, it, it is so true. Worried about uh, people doing things. Um, you know, that, that what you said, that is, that is amazing about, you know, getting to know people. Um, you know, if you did get to know people and it's something that I have learned because younger, you know, just to be totally honest, I used to be very unreasonable. Um, unreasonable. I think we all are. <laughs> yeah, I think I used to be extremely unreasonable um, until I had my own change or my own thought problem. You know, my thought process went back to when I was the most happiest in life. Um, I've been on this earth 50 years. I'm not ashamed to tell anyone, but I've been here for 50 years. And I know in my younger days, when I did do those things, you know, coming up as a child, where um, when I went to school, my teachers were not only just my teachers, but they weren't afraid to really get in there with me. They knew that if they told my mother, I knew if they told my mother other things, you know, there'll be other repercussions. You know, they kind of work together. It's when you break up the chains or you they used to call it in the prison systems splitting staff when you split the staff up then you have a problem and so the world has definitely become that way and it's and it's heartbreaking you know a lot of times um hence i'm a talk show host but i talk to people i talk to people i'm more, i want to get to know them how you doing you know you, it doesn't hurt to speak to anyone and it also also I feel like, and I, I don't know if you feel this way, and this is kind of a I feel and a question, but I feel like the art of forgiveness is just gone. Like, you know, someone needs to be taught the art of forgiveness. You know, like if someone does something to you, in in these days and times, you're, they, you're already skeptical of them. Mercy don't let them make a mistake. And there right. it goes. Everything's gone kaput at that point. 
do you feel is there something in specific that you could tell somebody or help them when it comes to being you know forgiving someone in a difficult situation i don't know about forgiveness in the sense that we've we've marketed it as i think that um my rule of thumb in my 46 years you're a little mm -hmm. older than me but not by much um <laughs> is if they're not paying my bills they're not paying for my daughter's medical school that she wants to go to mm -hmm. they're not doing good in my community mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me mm -hmm. so i don't even know if it's really forgiveness at this point it's there's a there's a season and a reason right they say that mm. in church there's always come on a with season, the there's come always on. a reason <laughs> right so come on with the you're either you're either a teacher a preacher a lesson or a history yeah and and there's nothing in between because at the end of the day i walk this earth alone and i walk with myself yes and I might walk in the faith of God. I might walk in the faith of Allah or, or whatever your religious belief is. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you're born alone and you die alone. That's um, right. We create these beautiful moments and these experiences mm -hmm. and the space. Mm -hmm. How do you want to show up into the room? How do you want to show up into your community? How do you want to develop a community? Who's your tribe? Who mm -hmm. do you really want in your tribe? Yes. And getting to know other people can surprise you because there's so many beautiful people and you don't have to invite them home for dinner. Right. You don't have to send them a birthday card. You don't have to be that emotionally attached, but mm -hmm. you do. I think personally, my opinion is you do need to reach out and experience somebody else. And, and I think that changes a lot of things. Um, I don't think the world would need forgiveness per se, if we understood what a, say a native american woman were struggling with at the time or what does what does a black family really live like you know or are those white people really that boring mm -hmm. we don't know that until we experience it we can vicariously judge mm -hmm. which doesn't get us anywhere right mm -hmm. it it leaves us more questions than answers but if you actually go out and you travel the world and you find out what hindus really do and how beautiful the color of india is and thailand and you know what my god have you ever been to a drag show girl you would never ever 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 <laughs> tell me want a me <laughs> you would never want a better sister ah. <laughs> you know, so, so it's it's about compassion and loving what has been gifted to us, which is experience and beauty. Mm -hmm. If God wanted everybody to look the same, we'd all have pine trees. You got that right. So in other words, what I what I'm getting from you is that more so than forgiveness is more like a getting a understanding or a, you know what I mean, an understanding with that because I didn't know if I was behaving correctly or what, because that is exactly, you know, how it happened for me. I just started to think like, put myself in the other person's shoes or other people's shoes, you know, you do wonder. And then, you know, beginning to ask questions and be like, you know what, that is probably what I was feeling from her. You know, this is how, you know, so I think that's a great thing and a great practice to do is to just basically 
not being afraid of people and just getting to know them or, you know, because you never know why. There's always an answer as to why a person may do uh, something that they do. Well, so, it's, just, it's just as simple as watching a toddler. I think toddlers are the funniest things. They're just adorable. They are. You know, they're trying to get up and their legs fail them or they don't move their body right. And they're trying to learn. And you know that if it, if you were the toddler at this age, you'd be like cursing and swearing and <laughs> damn legs. I'm yes. kind of doing that now at 46. <laughs> Right. But you end up forgiving your body because you end up getting adjusted and used to the learning process of how to work your body. It's really right. that simple. So people mm -hmm. are the same. You know, we get we get caught up in all of the things that we don't know and we don't understand. So that obviously scares us. Mm -hmm. And then we get into this judgmental place and then we're fearful to try it. You know, mm -hmm. the first time you tried Brussels sprouts, Lord, oh. you heard all the kids in class go, they were nasty. Yeah. Right? And then, yeah. and then you're like, okay, I'll try, I'll try it. And you try yeah. it and then you either love it or hate it. I personally hate it, but I tried it. <laughs> so now I have that experience and that judgment that I have on them. You know, it's, it's really that simple, but I think people overthink it, people overfear it and people overtalk it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of Buddhist teachings are, are miraculous to me because you just sit there and observe. Mm -hmm. Sit there and be quiet. Sit there, okay. breathe it in. Sit there and yeah. relax. Sit there and experience. And the, I honestly, I tell this to everybody, when I become president, it's going to be mandatory for travel. Okay. I don't want people to stay in their neighborhood their whole entire life. Mm -hmm. You can live there your whole entire life. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. However, in order to experience the beauty that we've been graced with, you need to go and experience it. Right. I agree. I agree. And the backpedal on them Brussels sprouts. You got to be <laughs> a special individual to eat a Brussels sprout. I'm just going to yes, say. Yes, girl, you do. They, they can do whatever they want to those Brussels sprouts. They did, I had them at a restaurant. They had the nerve to grill them and brought them to me like they were going to say, and I'm just, you know, I'm on my healthy thing and I go to get the Brussels sprouts. And I mean, I put the in my mouth and I was like, oh my goodness, who just tastes worse than it did when I was younger, you know? <laughs> you you have to be a special person to eat that. Yeah, you got to be a special kind of individual to eat a Brussels sprout. I'm just going to be totally honest with you. But yes, I do. I do totally appreciate you for your for your input and insight. It lets me know that even I, and if someone's out there and you, you know, are going through the same thing, you definitely, you know, can know that was good tea for even me. So thank you for that. Um, I wanted to talk to you, which is my last subject that I did want to talk to you about. And that was, I read that you went through a divorce. Mm -hmm. And, um, Divorces can be, and, and I also read like the divorce rate right now since the pandemic has been astronomical. People are divorcing at the rate, at the speed of lightning is what they said. People are just divorcing, um, you know. And so what do, do you think is the, what do you think has, has brought this on? The, the, you know, the way that divorces are just rising in the, in the nation today. Fear. I think we're back to that same place we started in, in regards to lots of stimulation, 
fight or flight syndrome. Everybody's mm-hmm. suffering from this. Mm-hmm. We've created a, a society where every 30 seconds we have to pick up our phone. Mm-hmm. We forgot something, so we got to check on the phone. Mm-hmm. We we want to know something, so we have to check on the phone. Yes. Oh, what's tomorrow like? We got to check on the phone. Mm-hmm. So phone addiction is really a big thing. And um, I'm a Scrabbleaholic. I have to play at least five games of Scrabble every morning before I get out of bed. Um, <laughs> okay. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not different than anybody else on this planet. And then people go into computer addiction. So we're on computers all day for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then we get into TV and the radio, the radio ads, you know, you listen to 1.5 minutes of a song and you listen to 10 to 12 minutes of commercials. Mm-hmm. And that's a fact. So what do we do interpersonally? When do we have time to be with each other on an interpersonal level? When do we have time not to worry, not to be afraid, not to worry about bills, evictions, insurances, skyrocketing insulin prices, money, 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 money. And now we have misinformation wars and we have groups of individuals having um, political indifferences that are so large that people are shooting each other for it. That's just bizarre to me. You know, when I was growing up, if you had mixed company, you kept the conversation polite and we've lost our politeness because now we're on fight or flight and we have 30 seconds to change the subject. And so people are irritated, I think in general, because of the way we've developed our society. Um, and the housing market is ridiculous. Here, where I live in the state of Florida, our housing market has increased the sale, mm-hmm. sales by 57%. Yes. There are more people living on the streets right now because there's no place that's affordable. Yes. And so then you have that. And then you have, you know, $500 car loans because the banks are just extraordinarily profiting off of the poor. So you're constantly at this crucible of fight or flight, no matter what that is. And now you're married, which is another responsibility and another obligation and another thing to deal with. Mm -hmm. And I, and I don't mean that in a negative way. That's a reality. You have to coexist with each other. You fell in Mm -hmm. love with each other. You married each other and then you lost each other because you want the shiny house and the shiny car and the this and the that and the Mm 2.5 kids. So it's all about prioritizing who you are and what you want in life and not losing those things. And I think right now in this stretching of our society, we've lost a lot and we're looking at each other differently. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's through the lens of fear. Maybe that's through the lens of financial obligation. Maybe that's through the lens of I'm a changed person. And that's a, that's, that's really transpired a lot of, what's going on in the world. But I also think that the casualty of relationships, the Netflix and chill mm-hmm. and the dating sites that are, Hey, you want to hook up that has also changed our relationships interpersonally. Um, I interviewed a woman the other day, really fascinating. You should have her on your show. I'll send you her link. She teaches students to be sexually aware Um, especially when it comes to people who are predators Mm -hmm. and she teaches them to have the coping skills to say no and the coping skills to feel like it's okay to say no. 
very mm-hmm. different things, right? Yeah. She was expressing that 88% of pornography is violence against women. So you have 10-year-old, 11-year-old, 12-year-old kids because they, everybody has a device and you cannot tell me that you, you your kid is so protected that they're not finding something. Mm-hmm. Seeing that that's how men treat women. Mm-hmm. And so there's that confusion as to whether or not this is really who I want to be. This is really what I want to do to a woman, but this is my obligation to mm-hmm. do so. And there's no instruction otherwise because people really don't have interpersonal relationships. We're constantly mm-hmm. working. We're constantly paying bills. We're constantly, constantly, constantly. Or we're numbing ourselves with TV, alcohol, drugs, mm-hmm. um, or avoidance and disassociation. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to a high rise of divorces, that's a huge part of that right mm-hmm. now because the world is just in this cataclysmic spiral. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people have the coping skills to say, hey, honey, I, I'm feeling this way. People don't talk to each other. They just text in acronyms or they mm-hmm. disassociate and find something else to please themselves yes. with. And, uh, having that human contact, that one-on-one conversation, that trust just doesn't really exist anymore because we're constantly fight or flight. So I'm not surprised the divorce rates are, have increased exponentially during this time Mm -hmm. because I think we have changed exponentially in this Mm -hmm. time, whether it's more confused, more addicted, more Mm -hmm. disassociated, um, families are breaking down more so than they have. Mm-hmm. Children are killing themselves at far, at far greater um, rates than they were when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, gender identity has become a huge thing and so bad where you can't even say gay in the state of Florida, which is bizarre to me. Um, they passed that law. Wow. And so, so there's just this, this place where we're really de-evolving, where we're just living in fight or flight in every aspect. I Mm -hmm. quit teaching at the public schools because of the way they're teaching school now. If you look, if you go into a public classroom, they have stickies every 15 minutes to acknowledge when the subject changes. Really? Yeah, we remember when you and I were growing up, we we had at least 45 minutes of math. Of yeah. one subject in math. We had to we had to master our times tables. We had to master yeah. this. We had to, you know, they don't do that. They just change, 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 change. And then you go home and change, 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 change. And then you have soccer and baseball and, and this and that. And so we filled our lives with non-emotional, non-personal things. Mm. And mm-hmm. and we want to be married and we want to have children. And we want to have a healthy mental state of being. Yet we can't even pump gas without having three commercials for four gallons of gas. Yeah. You see where I'm going with that? Mm-hmm. So if you look at the whole entire construct of what we've done as a society, yes, it's wonderful to have Bluetooth. I love Bluetooth. You know, I'm out gardening and I have my Bluetooth headphones and my phone's plugged in, so I don't have to worry about it, right? I love mm-hmm. the fact that my phone isn't plugged into a wall. I like that technology. Um I'm learning how to talk to the ceiling in my car, which has been very bizarre. Um, <laughs> you know, um, 
answering the phone through the roof of the car, right? And I love my laptop. It's not that big, huge clunker that I had when I was in college. So technology is beneficial and it's beautiful. And I love having access to you because I don't know where you are in the world. And yet we get to have an hour together and have yes, tea. Absolutely. And how beautiful is that? We get to know yes. each other. Yes. And yet it's also not healthy. And again, that's depending on how you choose to use it. And I think we are habitual creatures, so we get into habits. Mm -hmm. And when we're in those habits, we forget what we're really here for, which is mm -hmm. to experience each other and love each other. And right. um, and I and I just see, I see it becoming very implosive in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. and the divorce rate being being that. My divorce was 12 years ago mm -hmm. and uh, it was an abusive relationship and I needed to get out to protect my daughter. Um, I didn't want her to have that feeling that that's the way she should be treated. Mm -hmm. And back to the pornography, you know, those kids shouldn't feel like that's the way they should treat or be treated, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. So it's really waking, waking yourself up and taking a step back. I spend two weeks camping in the summer in the mountains away from everybody and everything that I can. Mm -hmm. And I really get into perspective. You know, what is it that I want in life? How many more years do I want to live? How am I going to make that happen? Cause I don't know how much sand I have in my hourglass. Mm -hmm. Um, what are my goals? What do, how do I want to show up in this world? Where have I come from? Those are important questions to rebuilding who you are. And the largest thing that I can ever advise anybody is to unplug. Those two weeks mean, oh my God, I'm itching so bad right now to go camping because there's nothing like a fire and the quiet and the breeze going through the leaves and the sparkling of this vast sparklingness that's millions of miles long and you get to see it and feel that calm and that peace. And you're not hustling and bustling and, and having to fight or flight. You get to take time out. Mm -hmm. um, and we don't, we don't have enough of that in the world anymore. And I think that's why we have wars and we have all this misinformation and all this anger yes. because people aren't taking time out from a themselves, but B to reflect who they are and where they came from and where they're going. I totally agree. I totally agree. That seals it in a nutshell. Like that seals it in a nutshell. It is so true. Um, I did that this past weekend. Um, my husband and I had an unplugged weekend. We did. We had an unplugged weekend. Um, you know, we went to visit, you know, family and things of that nature, but the unplugging is so important. And I, when he was, you know, when this was being brought to me or when, you know, at the beginning with the whole, you know, how we're always looking at our phones, how we, you know, we just controlled by so many things. We don't even look up in the sky. We don't connect. To mother nature, you know, which hence why I think mother nature is like bipolar now. Like <laughs> our weather, she's probably like, I am sick of y'all. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's um 50 degrees in July. Y'all gonna get what I how I feel today. That's what y'all gonna get. So that's how I feel. She's feeling, but anyway, that's just my <laughs> but anyway. I do thank you so much for coming out. I mean, um, you have great points. 
so many great points in regards to self-empowerment and things of that nature. I want somebody, if somebody were looking for you, how could they find you? Can you tell them? It's just rusty.info, R-U-S-T-I-E dot info. Yes, Miss Rusty McDonald's, you guys. Thank you so much for coming out. I appreciate you. We appreciate you. I'm speaking for all my T-Thomas. They appreciate you because we're always looking for a way to self-empower. And we would love to have you back. And I am going to keep in contact with you, my Yes, dear. please do. <laughs> I will. I will. I can't wait. And if you need the real tea for anything, do not hesitate to contact us. We are available. We are available. You know how to contact me. So, yes, please do so. And thank you again for joining us here on The Real Tea. You be blessed. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. <laughs> You guys, that was a wrap from Rusty McDonald. She was absolutely awesome. And on the subject of self-empowerment and striving to thrive and live, um, sometimes in this life, things can be so hard. And some people are looking for a refuge. Just one day to just exhale. Our guest, she proved that faith, hope, and love are all ever present if we just do one thing try it's a design carefully stay connected to the world in which you live in connect to your family connect to the things that are most important but know that you are most important for sure and that life is what you make of it there are people out here, like our guests, who can help you to stay encouraged and know that life is worth the living, and so are you. God bless you. I thank you so much for joining me here on The Real Tea. You guys be blessed. Take care. And remember, to reach one is just simply to teach one. God bless. Oh, no, 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 no,